Hi guys, welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we celebrate all things dance and the performing arts industry. We hope you are all finding any way possible to dance and do the things you love. Have you enjoyed being back on stage, Charlie? To be honest, at first I was pretty nervous, especially having all new routines to get on stage. But I've been really enjoying it and I'm so thankful to all those who have been working hard to get their Steadford up and running. Yes, they've definitely had to jump through a lot of hoops to make sure they are COVID safe, but I'm very thankful that they have. Being back on the stage is the best feeling and I am so glad I have had that chance because we had to have so long off. Now someone who is not new to the stage and who has done a lot of Estedfords is today's guest. Growing up dancing and competing she has had so many experiences for someone so young. Even packing up and moving to LA to pursue her dancing and acting dreams. Unfortunately COVID put a massive spanner in the work and she has returned home to the Sutherland Shire to pursue some options here in Australia before heading back to LA when everything gets back into action. Here to share everything she has been getting up to is the fabulous Charlie Powell. Hi Charlie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. An absolute pleasure. Now you're an Aussie trying to make it big over in LA. Can you tell us where your love of dancing first began? So I started dancing around three years old. My mum put me into it and I told her that I wanted to be a ballerina. So that was like my first into it. Then she put me into ballet school. I went to Ansel's, which was in Miranda. And I did a bunch of ballet and then I loved it, loved every minute of it. And then that became a part of Eddinghausen's Dynamic Arts at the time in Kirui. So then I started to spread my genres of dance from just set of ballet and contemporary to hip hop, musical theatre. I did like acrobats too. So yeah, a bunch of different things. And then that's when it really started when the competition started coming in. Yeah, so I started enjoying it and I wanted to do it as a career. So then I decided to audition for Newtown High School Performing Arts and I successfully got in and I attended there for six years. I loved every second of it. It was definitely the high school for me. And then from there, I started to audition and I thought that I wanted to do dance as my like full-time career, but I then kind of just went into the acting stream as well. So yeah, that's like kind of a little summary of my dance career. <laughs> so you started out with ballet. When did you start adding the other genres? How old were you then? I was seven. Yeah, so I was kind of, it was a late later in the game. But yeah, I, I just was focusing on ballet, which is great anyway, because that's the foundation of all the styles. So. When did you stop wanting to be a ballerina as such? So I... I think what happened was I think I got burnt out. I was doing a lot of hours a week. I was going 28 to 30 hours a week. I would go to Newtown during the day. That was like part-time schooling, part-time dance. And then I would do company till 5.30 to 6.30 at night and then catch the train and go to Eddinghausen's till 9 o'clock at night. And I was doing that five to six times a week. So it was a lot. So by the end, I think I was in E12 when I was just like, I don't see myself doing this every day. Just dance. It was in E12. So I was about 17, 18. Now you said you went to Newtown. You really enjoyed that school and it was a great school for you. How did you juggle all of the school work with all of the dancing you were doing? I have a really good worth ethic. My mom was super supportive and my dad too. So whenever I needed help or going to place to place, I would do school work sometimes in the car. 
yeah, just whenever I could. It was a tricky balance, but dance was definitely, education was very important, but dance was what I wanted to do in the entertainment industry. So I was very focused on that. I'm not very smart. I had to work really hard at school to get the grades that I got. So yeah, I managed to do it, but it got easier and easier as I got older, but it is a struggle, you know, to balance it all out. Now you were accepted into the Joffrey Ballet School. What was the process like to get into that? I auditioned at Sydney Dance Company and I found out the audition of the day. So that was like really funny. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going. And then I went, we did a bar, we did center. I think that was it. It wasn't a long audition. There was a lot of people and basically they score you out of five. And yeah, I got an email a couple weeks later saying that I got accepted. And then I actually got a scholarship as well. So that was really cool. I was just so young at the time. I was 15 turning 16 and I was just not sure what to do. It's in New York City. I wanted to finish high school. I wanted to get my education. I wanted to go to formal and do all that fun stuff. I wanted to finish my child. And I just couldn't see myself living in New York by myself at the age of 16. I just wasn't ready at all to leave my family behind. Yeah. So you didn't end up going? No, I did not. I did a pros and cons list. Yeah. And the cons outweighed. So yeah, I'm so happy with my decision though. I don't regret anything. I. You were also awarded the Broadway Dance Professional Scholarship in New York City and received the highest female scholarship to Point Park University. When did you do all of that? So I went to, with Newtown, we got to travel a lot, which was amazing. In year eight, I went to China and we performed over there. And then in year 10, I went on the America trip. So you had the audition to get to go. In year 10, I couldn't audition for those. It's just for year 12 students because it's your final year they're doing for colleges so I kind of got to see what it was like in year 10 and see how the process worked and everything which was awesome so then I was ready for year 12 so in year 12 I went to Pittsburgh and that's where the National High School Dance Festival is and basically we took class I performed on stage which was amazing I would never forget that experience and yeah so it was my last year of school and that's when I got all the scholarships and did you take up any of them no I did not I still have the Broadway Dance Center it lasts for quite a long time the thing is like it just didn't work out with what I was doing at the time the professional semester in Broadway Dance Center in New York City sound amazing to me and I'm still might try and fit it in somewhere but I'm in LA right now so it just didn't kind of work with what I wanted to do. You trained at NIDA what did you get up to there and what made you want to further your acting skills? Yeah so I did NIDA I just did some short courses over the summer which was fantastic and I met a lot of friends doing it that was kind of what put me into acting and I was like why haven't I been doing this for longer so I once I started there I looked at other courses and I went to ScreenWise Australia as well and I absolutely loved that place and then that's when I was taking that in year 11 and then that's why I auditioned for a bunch of theatre programs in my last year and in Australia and America. So that's why I ended up in LA. You also danced as a good uh, shyer girl for the Cronulla Mermaids Cheer Squad. How did you find that experience? So I was really young. So that was like my first professional job. I was 17 at the time and you're meant to be 18, but I got to scoot on in. It was awesome being part of a team with empowering females, especially being at the grand final in 2016. It's an unforgettable experience. 
I literally got to perform in front of 84,000 people and watch the game on the side, sideline. So I had great seats. <laughs> so yeah, it was great to be part of a team, definitely. Now, it seems like at the end of high school, you kind of had a little bit of a decision to make about whether you're going to pursue your dancing or start with your acting. You got accepted into the Sydney Dance Company pre-professional year. Why didn't you take up that offer? Before I auditioned, it was a kind of a safety net. I feel for myself, I already kind of thought that I wanted to do the acting stream before I auditioned but I wasn't just not going to audition for any dance programs and then not getting to any acting and then not doing anything for the next year so I think it was a safety net once I found out that I got into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts uh, my heart was set I already knew that I was going to LA so that's why I didn't take it off. So you finished high school and then you tried out for some different programs in America is that what made Mm -hmm. you take the leap to America you got accepted into that? Yeah so I auditioned while I think at the end of year 12 so I was like November and then their school year starts in August so or or January so the winter but that was too soon like I went to have a little break after high school you know summer and yeah so I found out at the end of the year and then I was like okay I'll go in August so basically from January to August I was working like four jobs (laughs) I was working at Baker's Delight doing mermaid promotional work and then working for my dad two days a week so it was chaotic but I, I loved every minute and the american academy of dramatic arts what was that like i was so nervous to go i didn't know what the program was going to be i didn't know who was going to be there like who my roommates were going to be it was very scary leaving at 19 my family and everything and not knowing anyone in la but oh my goodness it was incredible the training the teachers the friends it just felt like home straight away i was so busy with everything so I didn't really get homesick. This is literally the first time that I've become homesick. And I'm like, I just want to go home now. <laughs> so it was fantastic. What was it that drove you to make that leap? At 19, that's a big move to make. I always think that I was meant to be born in America. We've been here a lot on vacation and I've always loved it. And then coming here with school as well, it was just like, oh my God, the training over here is just another step up, you know? So I think since I was young, I my heart was basically set on it. And then once I got accepted, I was like, there's no other option. So it was a big leap. I still can't believe I did it, <laughs> but here I am today. And What was the hardest thing about making that leap? Definitely leaving my family behind friends, starting a new life, basically, from the beginning. (laughs) It was really hard, especially FaceTiming, the different, that was hard to get used to and trying to study, do school, FaceTime family, sleep, you know, had to do all my own laundry, had to cook my own food. It was crazy. (laughs) So have you finished your course at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts or are you still doing that? Yeah, I graduated last year in June at the Dolby Theatre where the Oscars are done. So that was a great experience for sure. And what are you hoping to do with that? So people do the degree for an associate's or they can do a bachelor. For me, it wasn't about the degree. It was For me, it was coming to LA and studying and being a part of it amongst it, understanding how the industry works. That's a big thing. I had no idea when I came here. You need to have a lot of networking because it's really who you know. It really comes down to that. So I'm grateful that I got to be here and experience all that. Now, you've come by a few short films and film roles. Can you tell us about 
about those? Yeah, so once I graduated school, I started auditioning quickly and trying to get roles. So I started off with a bunch of short films and that's when my dance came in. So my first short film that I booked, I got to dance and act. So that was cool, like getting a bit of both worlds. Uh, that was called Face Off. And then I did another one called The Ride. And then another one was called Just. So they're all really different. The first one was a dancer role. The second one was like a girlfriend role. And then the third one was, I was like a skateboarder, like Instagram person, influencer. So they're all really different, but it was really fun to be a part of it. And have you got an agent? Yes, I do. I am signed print and commercially and I have a manager. That was definitely the biggest obstacle for me because of my visa requirements. Mm -hmm. It's already hard enough to get representation here because there's so many people, so much competition. But someone took a chance for me and now I have representation. So I'm so happy. (laughs) Do you still dance? Yes, I do. I take class. Well, I did before COVID at the Edge Performing Arts. And I did some heels classes at Playground, which is super fun. And yeah, I still audition. I just booked a dance gym kind of commercial. And that was based of my dad's experience so I'm still doing it my mom wants me to keep doing it all that money all that time she's like keep dancing <laughs> you understand so, yeah I get um, it <laughs> yeah. so it's always going to be a love of mine it's always going to be in my heart but I just wanted to expand my entertainment industry you know so I can do dance and acting so yeah what is your favorite dance style contemporary definitely what do you think was a key thing dancing taught you growing up just to be confident confidence is key what would be your dream role to land i would love to be in a tv show that'd be awesome what do you like about living in la i love that you can drive five hours away and be in the snow you can drive three hours away and be in the mountains everything is so different you don't really get that in australia i feel just like the mountains are crazy here the red rock and then you can go to the snow it's just insane to me what is the hardest thing about living in la the competition you have to believe in yourself otherwise you just go underwater really you have to have very thick skin and you know be really confident in yourself otherwise you'll just drown in this in this place (laughs) now i know right now is a bit of a different situation to normal but prior to covid Getting your agent, were they sending you to quite a few things to audition for? Yeah, so that was the hardest thing. I Once I secured a representation, the ball started rolling with my career, definitely. I started going to multiple castings for print and commercial stuff, uh, for like Fabletics. I did one for 7-Eleven. And then with my manager, I did a bunch of SAG films, independent films. Uh, I did an audition for Disney So I was starting to audition, go to castings for about two weeks and then COVID hit and then it just went, everything stopped. So that's why I'm super bummed that I got, I missed a lot of my visa time to be here as well, but it is what it is and everyone's going through it. So So how long does the visa last for? I was on an OPT. It's a one year visa. Mm -hmm. It's working in the field that you studied in. So acting, that was mine. So you get it for one year. And then, so my time up was in July. I'm right now in a holding phase because I'm about to go back home. But I am currently applying for my O1 visa, which is an extraordinary visa. So basically they want you to (laughs) win an Oscar or an Emmy. (laughs) Or there's like this whole other part that I'm going through because obviously they haven't won any of that. So it's it's a very long process. It's taken me months to do, but... I'm committed and I'm motivated to get it done. I also applied for the green card lottery, but I haven't heard. I got through the second round, but I haven't heard anything since because the USCIS is closed due to COVID. So 
I'm not sure what's happening with that. So everything's just super up in the air. It's really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) So are you planning on coming home to Australia soon? Yes, I'm actually coming home August 22nd and then doing that two-week quarantine in a hotel, which I'm not looking forward to. I just want to see my family. It's been eight months, so. Yeah, I bet mum will be happy. Yeah, she will be. She's like, come home. We just had an earthquake like the other day. She's like, I think it's time for you to come home. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So what's the goal then? Are you going to stay in Australia? and work or you want to hopefully get another visa and go back to America when things open up again? So my plan right now is to go to Australia for the end of the year just because of what's going on and the travel restrictions. I'm hoping to get representation in Australia to open up that as well. I definitely want to come back to America. My aim is to come back beginning of next year if everything's fine with COVID and yeah, get back into it. The visa takes about four to five months to process. So it just depends. It could be longer now. It could be shorter. It's just yeah. who knows. But yeah, that's the plan. And yeah, I'll see how I go. <laughs> A lot of hoops to jump through there with the visa. It really is. It's super tough. So it's fine. I've come to terms with it now. <laughs> So, Charlie, in your short career so far, what would you say have been your highlights? Highlights from the beginning, cheerleading at the grand final was definitely a big highlight. Sharing that with a squad of empowered females, like I said before, was incredible. Going to school was a great career move for myself, getting amongst this. I'm very positive about everything, so I can see highlights in every job that I've done, every person that I've met. It's just crazy from the short films that you do, you meet some crew and then they remember you and then they'll call you up and be like hey like are you free on these dates we need this and it's just crazy how it's such a small world crazy and everyone's helping each other and it's really nice so even that's like a big highlight just meeting people and what have been the biggest challenges you've faced obviously COVID's one of them any others COVID's a huge one Mm -hmm. uh definitely Securing representation was a, such a struggle for me. Constant nose rejection, it's super tough. I was just wanting to someone to give me a break, put a chance on me, you know, I just wanted to prove them wrong and finally that happened and then just living away from home it's just tough I feel like I've missed so many years with my family just being so far away where all my friends are still living at home so I think that's a tough situation. (laughs) So for young people who were thinking about going over there to dance or to get into the film and acting career what sort of things do you have to do in order to find an agent? Are you calling lots of different people? So basically I do like a like a cover letter basically, Um, like a pitch. It takes time to get all that sorted as well. You need good headshots, you need a good resume, you need a good pitch to pitch yourself to these agents. So basically I drafted up like an email and sent them and personalized them obviously to a lot of agents and managers and it's just basically who gets back to you if they need more clients on their books. It's just, it's up in the air. It's just so hard, especially because I'm Australian and have the visa, they can easily just take an American blonde, blue-eyed girl. So that was just the struggle of, of getting representation. But it's just basically emailing away, yeah. Keep persevering. Yeah. <laughs> who have been your biggest inspirations? Reese Witherspoon's definitely a big inspiration of mine. Her production company, Hello Sunshine, I love what she's created with that, uh, with all the women women empowerment all women in cast and crew so she yeah she's a big inspiration I love her I got to meet her here in LA for like a split second and I was just like so starstruck and I haven't been starstruck before and I was like oh my god she's amazing so she's definitely one my mom is my dad is I wouldn't be here without them so shout out to them <laughs> life in LA do you bump into those people on the street not on the street <laughs> it's not what happens I have 
I never did when I first moved here. I was like, I don't see any celebrities. <laughs> but I actually got new work at my part-time job was at the Montage Beverly Hills, which is a five-star hotel. So we had lots of people come in okay. constantly. And like we had to be secretive about it. They have like alias names and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool though. I was just like, oh my God, look who it is. <laughs> but we can't, or then we will get fired. Like yeah. you couldn't take photos. You couldn't like be crazy about it. But I definitely saw a lot of people there. I saw Justin Bieber in the elevator. Like I was going out and he's coming in. It's just crazy. Like Robert De Niro, crazy. Yeah. Just make sure you don't try and take a selfie with them. You'll be. <laughs> well, Charlie, where can people find you, get in touch with you, or follow your story? So I'm on IMDb, which is a bunch of my acting stuff. So it's just Charlie Powell. And then on my Instagram, Charlie underscore Powell26. That's where you'll find most of my stuff and IMDb. So. Have you perfected your American accent? Yeah. So people think that I, like, I go in and out. I always get where are you from? They like never say Australia. It's like, are you from here? Or they're like New Zealand, South African. And then they say Australian. I'm like, dude, what the hell? (laughs) So I have to do an American accent in every role that I've done here. And then my boyfriend's American. So I hear him 24 seven. My roommates are American. So it's just hard to stay Australian. I'm excited to go back and get a thick accent again. (laughs) Well, Charlie, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Charlie, so much for joining us. And I am pleased to announce that Charlie has since landed back in Australia and survived quarantine. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Catch all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Don't forget, you can send us a DM if you have any questions or requests for interviews. Remember, listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.